version. Yeah, Tony, what are you doing? Where did those background singers come from? That was the original. That was the original version, actually. Um, as opposed to the acoustic version. The, as to the clipped acoustic. one that's time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how it cuts off. <laughs> I think you were just in the mood for some background singers myself. You've had enough of us. I'll give you that acoustic. You'll hear it. Okay. Acapella. Never again. Yeah. So, we have to start off with some news here in the in the job, because Kelsey has a big announcement. And I remembered all on my own, because if you were listening to the episodes that just went up today, um, Tony was supposed to remind me this last weekend to bring in a paper recycling box. Didn't hear from him at hey. all. Hey, I don't want to hear it. Shush. Shush. <laughs> Didn't hear from him at all, so I took it upon myself to remind myself, and I got a a brown box and I taped the flaps down and I wrote paper recycling on it and I brought it into the office and people are using it. Oh, I'm so Already. happy for you. Now, what just happened when we were talking, when this first came up, we're talking about trust here, right? Because like the refrigerator is such an example of poor trust and um, I'm not going to recycle because nobody else is recycling. And I said that could be a conversation starter or it could be contagious. You just brought it in and people are already recycling paper. Mm -hmm. I was like, I brought paper recycling in folks of the office please use it i will take care of the paper if you build it they will come exactly that's what i said i no. literally said you cannot take my line I'm, I'm, on air i'm not I'm, I, I, said I said that. it to you i, think I said it was that kevin costner's line from yeah i was Field gonna say Dreams. it's not technically anyway and actually, it's not even his i guess it belongs to the screenwriter it's mine but for here it's kelsey oh i'm just brimming with pride and happiness mm -hmm. it's been a rough weekend too i still remembered so, do we have a plan for when it's going to be filled to overflowing? Because based on the response, I'm going to assume we need to know by like Friday what I'll you're going to do with it. I'll probably be taking it every weekend. Now, I think we need to rotate that responsibility. I'm sure Alana wouldn't mind helping. You know what? There's a, there's a rule in business that says the person who's not at the meeting is the one who gets all of the assignments. Oh, I'm not assigning it to her, but it, I just don't think that she would... If she were here, I think she'd be like, you know what? I'll do that with you. No, I'm I'm being bossy skirt, and I'm assigning it to her oh. because she's oh. not here. Oh, oh. I was going to say, I'm not doing that to her, but... Oh, Alana, we love you and miss you. I do I'm miss a, her. I'm only kidding. I'm not going to say that Alana has to empty the box. I'm just so proud of you. She's still enjoying her vacation. Exactly. But when she gets back... Back. It's box time. It's box time. No, but it's here, and it's 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 a start. So why was it a bad weekend? Oh, um, my car battery fritzed out out of nowhere. <laughs> it wouldn't be a work hacks with Bossy Skirt podcast if we didn't hear about Kelsey's car. My troubles. wheel bearings going out, and my control arms are shot, and I'm not supposed mm -hmm. to be driving it this week. It's getting fixed this weekend. I have the parts on the way. It's just a matter of we need to post a picture of your car on the Bossy Skirt <laughs> Facebook page so everybody can see it. <laughs> I love my me? car. It's just got problems. I know you do. <laughs> I have problems with your car. <laughs> You're not the only one. My trunk's rusting out. My rocker panels are rusting out. So, one day. The good old jalopy. I will upgrade that mother one day. I noticed jalopy. <laughs> have you seen mine? I'll show you after the show if you want really quick. No, I'm just giving him props for using the word. <laughs> you can show it to me after the show. Uh, how was your weekend, Tony? It was all right. Too fast. Yeah, too fast. Worked. You guys, you know. it was so beautiful. It was. It was. I. Don't, I feel like I don't always get to capitalize on the warm weather. Whenever there's a warm day, I'm always inside all day. Working. I sat outside <laughs> drinking beer and barbecuing. <gasps> Good for you. And I've been seeing my friends more. Yeah. I've been running around visiting my friends and family. 
the last like seven days. That's you said I got to start doing stuff and not just talking about it. So I'm absolutely. trying. Absolutely. That's why you brought in the box. I'm doing it. You got to do it. You got to put your brain into action because you can think about something all day. It's not just going to happen. You had a moment. You enjoyed some time with friends. I didn't work yesterday and I saw some family and then some friends. Got some stuff done that I needed to get done. And then Got my car looked at. Oh, I'm just so proud Good of stuff. you. That's trying, awesome. Trying. My highlight is, I don't know if you guys know this, but I drive a convertible. Oh. So it's always a big deal the first day of the year that the top oh, comes down yeah. and that was Sunday. My first car was a convertible and I miss it. I've had three. I'm kind of hung up on them. It was my my second car was a convertible, so I was kind of hooked from there. Mine was a Mustang, and I thought it was the coolest thing that Mustangs are only two doors. But if you had a convertible, the back windows went down too, because they kind of like shark fin down into the car, so I could roll down all my windows, and only had two doors. I was like, this is the coolest thing. So I own two Mustangs. You, you, you don't have to have a convertible for the back windows to roll down. Really? Yeah. I didn't think it had back windows. <laughs> well, that, whatever. I loved my car. <laughs> oh, okay. This is an all over the uh, all over the map beginning to our show. Mm-hmm. Tony's like, Jenny, you going to get to the news? I'm okay. I, I'm doing all right. You I'm good? just, we're, yeah, we're I'm enjoying just tired. each other's I'm good. company. Are you? I'm, I'm enjoying your presence. I know, I am too. I was hoping so that you were going to make it so I could see you. I would never, ever just not show up. I didn't think so. You'd call, but I was still hoping that you'd be here. Oh, I was going to be here. So, um, well, then I'm going to start with Tony since you and I have been just going at it. I read a great article this weekend. Already? Kind of set everybody on fire, you know, my age. Yep. Um, And that is that millennials and Gen Zs are much more likely to believe YouTube and Instagram and other online resources before on advice checking. and tips before their parents. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, really? That's fascinating. That's really interesting, you actually. Know. Is that true for you? I think it really depends on like the. I think it depends. Yeah, I talk to my like life situations, like social. It just says it just said advice. Yeah, depending on the advice, you know, like if I'm looking at like a social situation advice, I'll probably take my parents' advice or like, a friend. Yeah, or yeah. a friend's advice, like interacting like on people and the actual who like, have been there. Exactly. Yeah. But like, if I was going to like just learn about something, if I was just going to try to like learn how to do something or like, like guitar, or yeah, something. learn how yeah. to fly a kite or something, just. I'll go, you know, I'll go on YouTube for that, you know, YouTube I don't know University. I incredible <laughs> online advice is because people can write about stuff that they've never even actually done, whereas I feel like if you talk to your parents or, like, people who have actually been through it. So maybe I categorize it this way. You would believe an online resource or use or go to an online resource for, like, a research. For a hard, thing. yeah, like a hard fact Some, yeah. kind of information rather fact than. checking uh, and stuff. Yeah. But, like, general life advice. Yeah, nope. exactly. Yeah. Okay. I go to a, a, a grown-up. Yeah. A grown-up. Air quotes. Air quotes. Grown-up. Because, I mean, we, we're adults, but there's still so much we don't know. Yeah. So... I mean, no, I really? think a lot of people see people's lives on YouTube too and think that like because they're mm-hmm. watching yeah, they try to like again, it's that social media effect. All. Yeah, and not that like all the like people's vlogs are glorious and you I mean, you do see sad things and stuff and people like but like people who do that, it tends to be um happy and all the time, you know, right. and, oh, look how great our life is and this is what we do and it works for us and this is how great it is and your classic millennial couple, if you will. And like, 
everybody. Yeah, and everybody's like, well, I want to do, I want to be there. Yeah, exactly. Fake. You know, it's funny. This is a bit of a tangent, but it's, it's just edited. <laughs> it's relative. So there's this uh, guy who I'm friends with on LinkedIn, and he just posted a video this morning saying that he completely unfollowed everybody on Instagram. And he said, even you, Mom, sorry. And his point was, it. You know, we all know the time suck that it can become, and we all know the... Um, the comparative issues that it can create. But his point was, you know, all in over the course of a day, I probably spend two hours doing nothing but thinking about other people's lives. And instead, I want to spend those two hours thinking about my life and what I want to do. So I've completely unfollowed everybody. And I'm like, on the one hand, I'm like, man, good for you. And then my very next thought was... You have nothing to look at now. Which is, see, he made it useless to himself so that he won't dive in to that rabbit hole. But the flip side of it is, if everybody did that... There'd be no social media. There would be no Instagram. Because I was thinking, well, what if everybody unfollows you? Right. Then People do that, too. Oh, they unfollowed me? Well... I'm unfollowing them. <laughs> so I thought it was I thought it was really interesting because on the one hand I understood why he did it, and on the flip side I'm like, wow, that could really undo the entire thing if if everybody takes your advice. <laughs> I feel like everybody's so different, but the way I see it is I, I mean I'll see people like on vacations and stuff and out on boats and when it's crappy here they're somewhere tropical and I'm, I'm I get kind of jealous, but I feel like I don't really compare my life to the people that I see online. Mm-hmm. More or less, because... Oh, I think you're special, because I think a lot of people do. I mean, I try not to. Everybody's got their own issues that you don't see. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got the Mm -hmm. good times that you don't see Mm -hmm. happening. Whatever gets put online is intentionally, most of the time, put online for people to see. Oh, yeah. It's your PR page. We talked about it, like, in school. There's different ways to interpret it. Yeah, and in school, like, we talked about it. It's like the, yeah, exactly, how you present how you present something. Nothing is, it gives you kind of the skepticism. I I think that some of that has to do with, like, our school, because after that, I look at everything with skepticism. Like, and that's not just, I mean, I was a skeptic person, but, like, things like everything is scripted. Oh, yeah. I, no matter mm-hmm. what you watch, sorry to burst your bubble, anybody listening, no matter, even if it's reality TV, it's scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, so, sometimes you get those clips where people are recording at like the right time and yeah. something funny happens. I like watching that stuff. But it's, it's edited into something to give it the idea of a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have just caught something really cool, but you put it into a bigger thing to make it look like you, yeah. You know, so it, yeah, I guess that sort of, that skepticism uh, that sort of helps me with it. As mm-hmm. I look at, it, I'm like, okay. I was like, did you actually? Are you actually there, or was this from your vacation last summer? And you're yeah. like, I just want to go back. Right. <laughs> I just try to use social media really to keep in touch with my friends and like message back and forth with them. And I follow all of, of the Marvel social media pages, so I see the trailers and do. clips and stuff when they drop. That I feel like is where most of my attention goes. Where as far as if I'm if I'm scrolling through something and I see somebody put this or like what Tony was saying, yeah, people put vacations from prior times. I'm not just gonna scroll through and be like, oh, I'm sad now because they went there a year ago. Okay, I've done cool things in my life. I I went through my own social media page and scrolled through. I'd see stuff that I had fun enjoying and doing too, and people just don't think about that. Yeah, you look at your life and you're like, wow, my life doesn't look so bad on social media actually. And that's everybody. Exactly. You you don't yeah. always. Um, reveal your whole self to just everybody. Well, it's funny you guys are saying that because like they say that's the downside or the difficulty, I guess, for online dating because everybody puts, you know, do they post a picture from five years ago or 20 pounds ago or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so 
getting off of the online experience and into the real world experience can be really disappointing and awkward because of who gets projected on those profiles. Yeah. So this one guy invented a new uh, dating app called uh, Settle for Love, and he said there's uh, it's a it's a split screen profile, and on the left. You do all of your pros with a great picture of you, and on the right, you do all of your cons with a really ugly picture of you. <laughs> you got to find the middle. Oh. I stay away from online dating. You don't trust that. Uh, well, it's it's. I know it's big, so but I just thought that was so cute because if you see the best and the worst all in one page, you know, then That's somewhere true. in the middle is probably. Yeah, he's having a hard time getting it to take off. But People don't want to show their bad side. It. It's, yeah. it's part of the illusion. Yeah. But guess what? We all got one. Well, well but if you're trying to make fails, a first impression, too. I don't know if it's the best thing to have it all out there. <laughs> first <laughs> like, impression isn't always the best. That's your like, cutest ugly picture. Yeah, like you're the one. best ugly picture you can paint. <laughs> Who would pick their best ugly picture? I delete everyone I take that I hate. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's ugly. Let me send it and, out. And you're not about to walk up to somebody and just be like, yes, I have stinky feet. <laughs> like, <laughs> or I, I am gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> My feet do get kind of everyone's, stenchy. Everyone's do. Everybody <laughs> so, sweats. It's all, hey. That's, that's normal. I wear deodorant. <laughs> what do you want? Oh, don't bring up, don't, don't, don't bring up deodorant. <laughs> uh, I love all of these like previous show threads that probably nobody gets but us. Um, well, it's interesting too. The other thing is because how this relates to the work world. We, we as managers, a lot of times we say to each other, of all of your uh, candidates when you're interviewing somebody, that's the very best they will ever look to you. Like it only goes downhill from there. You walk in and you slay your interview, and so your hiring manager thinks, "Oh my God, this person's gonna be perfect. They know all of these things. The chemistry is great," you know. And then you start, and then even eventually the honeymoon period dies because you know, like the interview is. It's like your Instagram page. It's as, it's as good as it ever gets. I'm always fantastic. Yeah, and you you probably actually get better with age. I'm sure you perform much better than you did in your interview. In it's real like life. a it's like a bottle of whiskey. I get better with age. <laughs> so, um, actually, I'm not going to talk about that because I want to talk. More. That's like a whole show. Um, did we talk about why people don't call anymore? Like you, you would rather call text or email. Yeah, I, I don't mind calls. I'm actually, I just, I'm the opposite, and I feel like I annoy people. I like to call. I hate texting. I and and it's very clear because people get mad at me because I'm terrible at responding to texts. But like, I I much rather take make a phone call and talk on the phone with somebody and just because it's like just easier. You don't have to wait for a response. Like. Like when you, I get impatient waiting. Like if it's just a yes or no question, I'm like, answer me. Yeah, like exactly. Like I'm just gonna call, and then I feel like an idiot. I just sent them a text, and then I called them, and I'm like, okay, so I just texted you, but I have a question. Oh, well. Like, yeah, I would much rather just call people. That's just me, though. I get that I, from watching my mom always call people and talk to her friends on the phone when I was little. They didn't really have like the texting. So as where kids our age are sitting here messaging a thousand people, my mom would sit on the phone with each one of her friends for an hour, like every night. So I don't mind calling. Yeah, I do think you guys are the exception and not the rule for your generation. I think a lot of uh, people your age feel like if I were to just pick up the phone and call you directly, that's almost an invasion of privacy. I will only not answer if it's a number I don't know and I don't want a telemarketer calling me or if I'm at work and I'm like dizzy in the middle of something. I will reject it and say, message me. 
But do you think like a lot of your peers probably would, prefer texting? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't and surprise they get me. Get uncomfortable if the phone rings. Because like in high school and middle school, we grew up with these advancing mm-hmm. the phones from mm-hmm. like the sideways slide up with the keyboard one. We mm-hmm. all thought it was so cool to be able to text like that, and now it's just standard. Mm-hmm. You can't even really buy a flip phone unless you go looking for one. Yeah, I feel like texting is more like efficient to just keep like a day like just a quick like if you're just trying to like over time you're just having a conversation you can hold or if you out. need to look back on yeah it you so can you hold forget. out a conversation a little bit but like you know like just for something quick too for me i've always found it too it's a little bit more acceptable to step out and take a quick phone call than it is to just Sit answer answer a text message because people don't urgency, know what you're doing yeah so i will tell you i can both my kids if i just call if there's not a text conversation going on just out of the blue, I call. They'll answer? They'll answer with, hey, what's up? Like, think something's wrong? I'll think something's <laughs> wrong. My because parents. they're so used to the, the text runway. Mm-hmm. My mom does that. She goes, I called you. Like, why are you asking? What, I was, what? I'm like, what? what's up? <laughs> that's how I say hi, though. That's just... Yeah, that's uh, not me asking what's going on. I feel like it's. Um, I feel like if the, if it was a spectrum of notice, it would be. Um, and again, I'm generalizing here, but I would say for your generation that text first, right? Give me the heads up. Yeah, I hate emails. Um, yeah, emailing sucks. Yeah, you guys would much rather text than email. Totally yeah, because it comes to my phone faster and it gets to me. I don't and have to then, go looking for it. And then hopefully over the course of the text, if if it means I need a phone call, that's somehow been discussed so that when I do call, you're prepared. There's times where we will call each other if one of us is here and the other one's not to like try to figure something out. Yeah, and I'm not just going to I'm not going to ignore him and like try to text him when I know he's sitting here trying to do something. It'd be much easier for him to explain to me what he's seeing and for me to try to explain it to be like Okay, so I think this is what you need to click on, whereas opposed to if I'm on the phone, I'd be like, all right, Tony, is this in the upper corner? Some, That's what you should click on. Some people have developed those skills, though, which where they're just really good at typing fast. Like, Super fast. Yeah, yeah. like I that's my fast, girlfriend. She, yeah, my girlfriend's like that, though. She'll just like type out like a paragraph in like two seconds, and she's like, oh, done. I'm like, uh, and I am over here. I have to think about it, like to and type you got it a out. Big thumb it. You're yeah. like Tony's like. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what am I gonna say? I have to think about how I'm gonna word it and all that. So it's yeah, it's some more work than I just saying it. <laughs> I don't know. I one thing I don't like about texting is people's grammar goes out the window when they're trying to send messages. It's like, it's at that point, oh, I don't need to use proper English. Yeah, you do. I don't read run-on sentences very well. My brain likes the periods. So if you could if you could try to type like a normal person, Guilty. that'd be great. But, yeah. But there's an entirely new language that's been developed but because of But it's stupid. Sh- when really? people are like, LOL, the, the, the letter C, and then ya, like L- Eight er, what is that? Okay, I what is I don't that? do that, but like, but that's what I'm saying. People I misspell are doing words that stuff. and shorthand it all the time, though. Like, I'll put run-on sentences oh, and no. like so, the punctuation, the lack of punctuation, the commas yeah. and the exclamation points and the periods need to make sense when I've I'm got, reading it, or it throws my brain off. I've gotten a lot better at proofreading things since I started texting. Yeah, it sounds like you're you're just not as quick with I, writing, and so that's, that's why fine. you prefer, yeah. yeah. Well, before you get all bunged up on just your personal preferences from a grammar standpoint. i got to be able to understand it. One of the things that's worth recognizing here, I heard, like, you know, some Ph.D. linguist talk about how many 
centuries it takes usually to develop new languages and that what's crazy about texting and technology is that basically an entire new language has developed over just a couple of years. It's like a fake language. It's shortened no, English. No, it's, it's a real language. It's real. It's real. She was using a lot of examples of um, how within context, how LOL can be genuine laughter or genuine amusement or enjoyment all sarcasm. the way down to sarcasm, exactly, or sometimes even insult. That's what emojis are for, though. Well, it's funny because they're becoming part of it, too, but let's call those hieroglyphics for a minute. <laughs> um, and just how uh, how quickly, basically, an entire an entirely new language got developed. And I was listening to it thinking, that's, a, that's an interesting yeah, but way. What about these stupid words that are getting made up? Well, what like, you, like, what? like fleek? Yeah, like oh. that bullshit. I, I don't know about that. That I don't comes know if out that's of texting. Tec- People are like, yeet, yeet. Does that actually oh, come yeet. out of texting? What, that's like, another one. What you can't just say yeah to me. You got you got to text me, yeet. I always yeet. I always what thought that hell? was like a I always thought that was like a rap game thing. I can't even. <laughs> I don't. I cannot do it. Wow. Really? I'm really bad because I say yeet. I'll, I'll say why. Oh, it would drive me nuts, but if you texted it to me, I'd probably chuck my phone at you. What is that bullshit? <laughs> well, I, I also think yeet is kind of. Um, and when people were all saying that's yeah. fire or this is lit, when people are texting that stuff, I'm like, no, no, this isn't lit. What do you. My oh. problem is there's this whole other language. There's two different languages. <laughs> there's a bunch of languages. And you, somebody speak like somebody might be speaking one, and you're speaking another. Like when I try to sound professional over text message, I just sound like I'm being a dick. Like I'm like I'm like oh just resp-. I'm like uh, please get back to me when you can. Period. It's like it just sounds like that's it, when you send a smiley face. But then, then I'm, are you professional though? Did you speak? Are, is that professional? Though? Okay, so you I guys always are, send smiley faces. So seems to work out. Uh, be careful with that. So let's. <laughs> good, we get to actually have a real work conversation here for a second. So what you're hitting on, Tony, is one of the reasons why people think that the overuse of exclamation points have taken off. My dad does that because texting is such casual and usually very friendly language that to just ask for something specifically or to use just regular work language somehow feels offensive or stern. You gotta read it lighthearted. So people are offsetting that with the two and three exclamation points. I never know if somebody's excited or upset. <laughs> Which I I have to say now from a work standpoint, excessive use of exclamation points, smiley faces in emails. Oh, I no. don't email smiley faces. It, well, I'll you, text them. You said that a minute ago. No, I don't email them. I don't email. So you'll say, uh, if I'm sending uh, a work instruction via text, you'll add a smiley face to, to Tony make sure so it he knows I'm not sound. mad. Yeah. Because without it, you would be Probably afraid that he so, thinks you're mad. Yeah, or being bitchy. Because we've had those days where so, I don't send the smiley face and I'm mad. So, so this just shows, a period. <laughs> no matter how much you prefer phone calls you. via texting, it shows that there's like this whole culture that's come up around texting that we all have so to lighten everything. Yeah. So it's uh, from a work standpoint, you shouldn't be worrying about that. What you should be worrying about is: Are you clearly communicating? Are you establishing the expectations? Are you getting the work done? I mean, obviously, you don't want to do it in a way that's rude. And it's good to be sensitive to, could this possibly be misconstrued? But don't overcompensate. <laughs> baby, I baby, I just no. am a dick. I had literally sent a text message one day and got a phone call back that was like, are you mad? I'm like, no. <laughs> it was just a question. 
Right. <laughs> and that's right. And so that's that's that person's bag of rocks, not your bag of rocks. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fair so enough. that's somebody who's overly sensitive or who's reading into things. So don't change, or I, I keep on wanting to say dumb it down. I, I don't want to say dumb it down. I guess I, I want to say don't friendly it up just because you're afraid um, that somebody's going to misconstrue it. When you know if you read it over and it's just a very clear and straightforward question, response, whatever, that's fine. That's appropriate. Yeah, I think I scared somebody by using too many exclamation points at one point, too. Yeah. They were kind of like, oh, you seemed really excited by your text message. I was like, eh. uh, Well, and they've done, they've actually done research tests, and, and women tend to use them more than men. But what they'll do, they'll take a really short email, like, oh, by the way, do you have that report that I was looking for, question mark? And then ask people, was there a tone in this email? Do you read any hostility into this sentence? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, no. And 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 so, to offset it, women will be much more likely to say, finish that request with a, just asking, smiley face, <laughs> let me know, exclamation point. We did talk about this once before, because I remember us talking about the K versus the KK. Oh, I hate oh. it. Yeah. Because a lot of people think that just responding with K is, is rude. K. Yeah. So please add the KK. Because you're happy. Mm-hmm. And you know it. Mm-hmm. But is the KK so excessive, though? I can't remember I that. Did, so. we, did we come to the conclusion? I think it's cutesy. I yeah, do think a it's too cutesy. cutesy. Although part of your job at work is to make sure people are comfortable around you. So I guess sometimes if you have to be cutesy, it's okay. But Bossy Skirt says, keep it professional and as emojiless as possible, as often as possible. Fair then enough. Don't text me yeet. And don't text Kelsey Yeet. So I guess we're going to call this the social media protocol episode because it flew. And Kelsey's saying we actually have more time. I just think that means that we have to get in all of our plugs because we never do. So check out our podcast at newradiomedia.com, exactly like it sounds. And hey, all you millennials, if you love getting advice online versus from your parents, check out lots and lots of advice at bossyskirt.com. Send any questions that you have for us into yep. Jenny. We would like to hear from you guys. Yeah, yeah we really sure. would. We'll talk about whatever you guys think Ask that Bossy, we should. Yeah. Ask Bossy Skirt is on Instagram and Twitter. And then that that's fine. Let's just say Give you a little more. <laughs> All righty, thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Love ya. Mwah.